We are so glad that you were listening to the Temple of God International Podcast. We as a family are praying for you and we believe that this is just the word that you need. God bless you. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Another prayer that I want us to make is Proverbs. And we are going to pray some more on this prayer. Hopefully tonight when we do the prayer of Psalm 18 at 8 o'clock on Skype. Then also along the course of the week. I want to pray Proverbs chapter 2 verse 6. The Bible says that the Lord giveth wisdom. And out of his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. So we want to pray in the name of Jesus that may God grant you wisdom. Even as you tarry, even as you look into the perfect law of liberty. And wisdom goes a long way to bring us out of every problem. Wisdom goes a long way to bring us out of every problem. The Bible talks about riches on its left hand, long life, wisdom, 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 wisdom. It's a principal thing. Pray in the name of Jesus. Now, the verse of scripture also continues by saying, out of his mouth. So today, as God speaks, as God speaks to us, as God speaks to us, may knowledge and understanding be your portion. May knowledge and understanding be your portion. In fact, understanding has been equated to wisdom. In Proverbs chapter 4, the Bible says, get wisdom and get understanding. And with all your getting, it says wisdom is the principal thing. But in all your getting, get understanding. The Bible also continues by saying that they that wander away from understanding, they are like dead. They find themselves in the congregation of the dead. Pray in the name of Jesus that God grant you understanding. God grant you understanding. Finally, want to pray the same way that God raised up Samuel, prophet Samuel. He's one of the people that the Bible says he was one of the greatest that ever lives because his words, whatever he says, it doesn't fall to the ground without it being manifested. But the Bible tells us in 1 Samuel that God revealed himself to Samuel through the word. God revealed himself to Samuel through the word. We have come to a time that we are going to look into this perfect law of liberty. We are going to look into this that we have, the word of God, either on your tablet, either on your phone, or you have the hard copy in a form of a Bible. But make this sincere prayer, a humble, sincere prayer. Pray that God reveal yourself. I just want you to know that you love God and you have demonstrated your faith for coming here. Because as you are climbing the stairs and as you are coming up, you know definitely well that I am not God. But there is something that has drawn you here. So make this prayer that today, Father, as I look into this, reveal yourself, your nature. Reveal yourself to me and pray using the name of Jesus. The Bible says that in that day, whatsoever we ask the Father in my name, that is Jesus, that is what you will do. That is why I encourage you that in, at the back of every prayer or before every prayer, just say in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Jesus is the guarantor. Jesus is the one that makes it happen. The Bible tells us also in John chapter 14 that in that day, whatsoever, it says that I am not here, but whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, that, that the Father will be glorified. Pray, pray, pray like you've never prayed in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. And we bless you. Spirit of the living God, yes, we like your presence here. But go a little further and grant us receptivity, understanding, wisdom, and knowledge. Let it be ours in the name of Jesus. You are a good God, you are a merciful Father. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. You have no part in this assembly. This is a willing for, a willing gathering of the children of God. Therefore, I command you in the name of Jesus to desist from every form of maneuver 
from the minds of the people, physically attacking the people, robbing from them. Desist right now in Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Father, as I stand, this wonderful saints that have gathered here, they've come because of you. They are your elects, your special children, your chosen children for this end time. Therefore, Lord, may I represent you totally. I dip my life in the blood of Jesus and let clarity be given unto me. Let utterance be given unto me. May I stand here representing you. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ come mightily upon me because of your elect. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Now, please, uh, listen to me and listen good. We are going to start a very interesting series that you need a lot of knowledge in. Amen. We are going to talk about demons and what your responsibility is. Hallelujah. And I'm going to give you certain information. Now, I plan for the next, for the first two weeks to talk to you from my heart of what I have learned in these 50 years. Okay. Then I would also take some of the best that I have learned and present it to you as a legacy. In the name of Jesus. Is somebody hearing me? Yes. Now, the first thing, we are going to read verses of scriptures today and demonstrate our faith by taking the communion to set ourselves free in the name of Jesus. Now, I want you to know that we have an enemy. Say, we have an enemy. We have a common enemy. And this Jesus, learning from Jesus series, Jesus, through his words and through his knowledge, is showing us how... They behave. These enemies behave. The first that I want to bring to your attention is John chapter 10. And we read verse 9. But I want us to read verse 9, 10, and 11 today as we give God glory in the name of Jesus. As we thank God and we give him glory. Know that you are blessed and you are highly favored because of these verses of scriptures that we are about to read. Believe it. Only believe. Only believe. Only believe. Believe it totally. And I tell you, the sky will be the limit. In John chapter 10, I read verse 9, which we read last week. It says, I am the door. You remember I made a comment that everywhere that you go, you pass through a door. But they don't use the door to sell. Are you there with me? It is what is inside. It's what attracts us. Are you there with me? What is inside? Wherever you are going, either you are renting a property, you are buying a property. Are you there with me? There is no advert that advertises the door. But what is behind the door is what attracts us. Agreed? Understood? Glory be to God. So he says that I am the door. So if he says I am the door, now Jesus, you are the door, doesn't move me. That doesn't mean I have to come to church. That doesn't mean I have to be born again. But what is it in for me? Say what is in for me if I pass through the door? Now, he goes on to say, by me, if any man, that is you, you could put your name there. You see yourself in the Bible, entering. So you see that you are in the Bible and there is something that you have to do. Jesus said, I am the door, but you have to enter in because the door itself doesn't really move us. He says that shall be saved. Yes, number one, shall be sozo. And these things are about seven things, which I could list to you in future. This sozo is about seven things, but the translators put saved there. And he goes on to say, and shall go in and out and find pasture. This is the number two things. Number two thing. Are you there with me? The benefits of Jesus Christ. But even if you only take sozo, sozo means seven things, 
when you take sozo literally from the Old Testament, it means about living things. Are you there with me? Then when you add pastor also into it, are you there with me? Pastor makes it nearly about 20 to 30 benefits. Are you there with me? So if you decide to follow Jesus, when you go in the door, you have about 30 benefits. Are you there with me? Let no one lie to you that there is no benefit in serving Christ or accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Unless you do not understand. Unless you do not have knowledge. Unless you don't have wisdom. Is somebody hearing me? Verse 10 goes on to say that the thief cometh. Now this thief that he's referring to, demon, Satan, you know, our enemy. Is somebody hearing me? The thief cometh not. That means that he wouldn't come unless there is a door for him to steal. Unless there is a door for him to kill. Unless there is a door for him to destroy. So if your life is such that, are you there with me? There is nothing to steal. You wouldn't experience the thief. If your life is said that there is nothing in it to destroy, you wouldn't experience. If your life is said that there is nothing in it to kill, there is nothing. But you find out that the moment you have substances, in the case of Job, the moment you are in relationship, the moment you are in a church, the moment you are in a marriage, the moment you have children, the moment you have something that he can steal, he can kill, and he can destroy, you are a candidate. Are you there with me? But he came to destroy these works. But he makes also this statement, which I want us to analyze very carefully. He says, but I have come that you will have life and have it more abundantly. What does he mean? He came to destroy these very works, and still we are experiencing it. So what does it mean? Relationships are in trouble. You can start very well in a nice job, getting to the middle. Things happen. Meanwhile, you have pledged. You have committed yourself to a certain payment of 25 years. You can, then suddenly you don't feel like going to work again because a demon has chosen somebody at the workplace <laughs> to torment you. Whilst I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a believer, uh-huh. how come I don't feel like going to work? How come my health is being destroyed? How come this wonderful, you know, when the man makes me, says, I love you, I'll do this for you, I'll do this for you. This is, you, know, you know, I mean, one of the things I remember when I was walking, uh, today is one of um, the greatest day and joy in my life. But one of the things that I remember is, Lynn, when these children were small, on Church High Street, a lady passed a statement. That time, I don't really remember whether Joshua, but I remember the three of them. They were following me in Hunter's High Street. And this lady stopped and he said, aren't they adorable? That's my three girls. Little girls, probably three years um, or six years, nine years or whatever. I don't even remember the age. But this lady passed this statement. Are you there? Aren't they adorable? Then as she was walking, he says, at this age, You remember? Now, right, right now, sometimes I see a mommy can say, Joshua, come, come, come and sit on my leg. Come and sit. Now, Joshua doesn't want to even sit on mommy's leg. How much more? How much more? Um, but how come Satan is robbing us? Today, it comes to an end. I say, today, it comes to an end. Today, it comes to an end. And I'm going to show you that when he said this, he says, I have come that you may have life and life abundantly. Let's read verse 11. He says, that I am the good shepherd. That means I'm looking after you. Are you there with me? And he's depicting us as sheep. Okay. Sheep. 
of his pastures, and I give life, are you there with me, to my sheep? So what is this life? What is it exactly trying to say? Now come with me to Mark chapter 16. Okay, this is the post-resurrection. Post-resurrection is after he has risen from the dead and the work is finished. He makes this statement. And out of it, we are going to learn a lot. In fact, at this very statement, you can say, if you really understand and you get it, I tell you, you are true. You are true. You are true. Okay, because this is what he says. Okay. He says, now I am going. And he says to the church, verse 15. Okay, so we start from John, uh, I beg your pardon, Mark chapter 16, and I start from verse 15. He says, he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Are you there with me? This is his command to mature Christians, that we should go and preach the gospel to every creature. What is in it? You know, when they say go and preach in it, you don't know the benefit of hearing constant preaching. Are you there with me? You do not have a clue on coming to church regularly. Are you there with me? He goes on to say that he that believes, that he that has faith. You know, this word believe, right, is the same word as faith. Okay. In the Greek, it is faith is pistis. Okay. And believe T-O has been, T-U has been added to repisto. Are you there? What talks about persuasion, a type of faith, and the same definition. Okay. He says that for in other verses, he that has faith. Can you see that? He that has faith, okay, and is baptized, okay, shall be saved. The sozo has appeared here again. And we say that, I read the verse 16 again. I read, did I read verse 40? It says, go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Verse 16, he that believe and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believe not shall be damned. Verse 17 says, these signs shall follow them that believe. Please take note. The signs that will follow them that believe. Meaning, he goes on to say, what is the first sign? In my name, they will cast out devils. Devils? Can somebody say devils? devils. I thought Jesus, you have dealt with it. I thought you have dealt with it. You are leaving the earth. Post-resurrection, your last words, very important words to your disciples. You have mentioned one of the first things that we have to deal with, it is our responsibility to deal with, is devils. And we all know at this level that when devils come into our finances, they come to still kill and destroy. When they come into our relationship, they come to still kill and destroy. When they come into our health, they come to still steal. And when they come into our employment, our profession, they come to still kill and destroy. When they, unless they don't have reason to come. Unless they don't have reason to come. But he is telling us that we have to Deal with it. And when we come to the weekday version of this, I'm going to use Matthew chapter 17 to show you that it is our responsibility as a church to help people with weak faith. You get it? Because he says that it isn't love that deals with casting out devils. It isn't prayer that deals with the casting out devils. It isn't laying on of our deals with the casting out But it's a work of faith. They that believe, it's a work of faith that deals with it. Is somebody hearing me? Number two, he went on to say that devil and they shall speak with new tongues. Number two means that one of the benefits is that we will speak with new tongues if we believe. It's a sign of belief. He said they shall take up serpent. Are you there with number three? And it says that, and if they drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. He said they will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. These five things that 
he has stated, it's all the work of faith, nothing else. Let nobody lie to you, anybody hearing me, whether on internet, anybody hearing me right now, anybody who is a hearer of the grace of God that is being manifested right now. Lie. Let nobody lie to you that somebody can give you something else for certain problems to go. Or probably you'll be told something else. Nothing. It's a work of faith. It's a work of faith. I'll give you another example. In 1 Peter chapter 5, 1 Peter chapter 5, 1 Peter chapter 5, is somebody learning something here? And we read verse 9, verse 9, or oh, let's start from verse 8. A number of instructions, are you there, woman? These are godly instructions. It goes on to say, be sober, be vigilant. It goes on to say, your adversary, the devil, whose adversary? The pastor's adversary? Whose adversary? Who, whose adversary? Are you there with me? He says that be sober and be vigilant. Be vigilant. Just look, look, just scan. Scan. Sometimes we have made wonderful people live our lives. Wonderful friends live our lives. And now let me just say this right there. Sometimes at the beginning of everything, Satan comes to stop it. And if he doesn't get you, he will go through people. He will go through our loved ones. Are you there with me? And at the end of it, are you there with me? So we have to be vigilant. Every member of this assembly hearing me, you should be able to tell that this is the enemy at work. That is all I'm preaching this for. We can go into demonology and we will learn how to deal with it. But you have to have this knowledge. Are you there with me? He said, be sober and be vigilant for your adversary, the, your, the devil, as a roaring lion. Please, when they say as a roaring lion, he's not a lion. But he's behaving like a roaring lion. Are you there with me? Walk at about seeking whom he may devour. So you will find out that this verse of scripture even tells us that he cannot do it to everybody. This verse of scripture tells us that he cannot do it to everybody. You know, one of the greatest stories that I've ever heard, right, in these um, U.S. high schools, and apparently there was this bully. Warring people everywhere, and he wrote a list of all the boys that he will ship. He will ship them. That people were afraid. But one boy was told that his name was on the list. So he walked up to the bully and said to him, hey, I've heard that you have a list and my name is on there. The guy took the list and he said, okay, I'll take you off. <laughs> the people who couldn't gather courage to walk up to him, he says, listen, I hear you have a list and my name is on there, but you can't beat me. Then the guy says, okay, let's see. I'll cross you off. You are not, no longer in there. <laughs> as easy as that. Are you there with me? He is looking for whom? He may enter your home. He may enter your finances. He may enter your health. He may enter. I mean, he's looking for whom he may devour. But he goes on to say, resist him steadfastly in the faith. Resist him steadfastly in the faith. What should you use to resist? 
the faith. Resist them steadfastly in the faith, knowing that the same affliction are accomplished in the brethren that are in what? The world. When you read other versions, it will blow you, whether amplified or so. So the whole world, everybody goes through this. It may come, but don't allow it. And the means is by faith. Is somebody hearing me? Now, as part of our destiny, I just want to read because it's a communion day. I just want to read so that you would get an insight of when you allow a little way and the end thereof. Okay, come with me to Mark chapter 5. A classic example where we can learn. It's one of the stories that we can learn that let none of us give him no place. Let none of us give him no place. And you find out that, you see, he also prays on our ignorance. Why? Because in Revelation chapter 12 verse 9, he is capable of deceiving the whole world. And again, in the Old Testament, in the, uh, this Psalm 14, Ezekiel 28, he has this ability to deceive. So knowledge alone, truth alone breaks his back. Is somebody hearing me? When he manifests, I mean, sometimes he moves. Suddenly you are in a check. We love you with all then suddenly. But you see the story. You know, there is something in life. Okay, we all um, visit these professions from time to time. Are you there with me? These are what? Our GPs. These are medical doctors, isn't it? That God has blessed, that they help us from time to time. But do you know how they are trained? Are you there? The way medical doctors are trained is that they dissect things. Okay, sometimes they can take something like a guinea pig and dissect to see the heart. You know you have a heart, you get it. Sometimes they take dead bodies and they dissect are you there with me? It's called pathology. Are you there with me? But what is the essence of it? You know, there are certain things. Are you there with me? Probably if you they say your BMI is higher than this, you may not know. But when a medical doctor puts an obese person on the table and they will dissect, there are certain things that they watch out for. Or it probably says I have um, hypertension. Oh, why are you feeling dizzy? Why are you doing Why You see, in the outside. But in the inside, what is happening to you? Your heart is deforming. When they dissect, they see the heart change. They see your kidney also deformed. They see your blood vessels also deformed. So this is what is happening inside you. That in the outside, it doesn't show because your nose will not deform. But you feel like dizzy, you feel like fainting, you feel like headache, you feel like that's a high blood pressure. Things are happening inside. And a medical doctor has been given an opportunity. But today, we are going to see an inside story of demonic possession. What people do not see. So when you take it out of love and you tell somebody that, you know what? Build your faith up. Faith coming by here. Be coming to church often. Be hearing messages. Because you that have seen the inside of what is happening, where this person can lead to, where this little thought and this little absentee and this little deception, this little, where it can lead to. See, when a medical doctor is looking at you, you tell him, oh, do a bit of exercise, he knows about your vessels. Something is happening to you. Do a bit of walking. They know, but they cannot really, you know, because they have learned. You are learning today how demons work. 
inside story from Jesus Christ. Is somebody hearing me? Now, let me read this story. It says, And they came over unto the other side of the sea, into the country of the gatherings. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tomb, a man with an unclean spirit, who has his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains, because he has been often bound with fetters and chains. And the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. And always, night and day, he is in the mountain and in the tomb, crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him. And he cried with a loud voice and said, What have we to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the Most High? I adjure thee by God, thou torment me not. For he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him, such that he would not send them away out of the country. Now there were there nine unto the mountain, a great head of swine feeding. And all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine, that we may enter into them. And forthwith Jesus gave them leave, and the unclean spirit went out and entered into the swine. And the head ran violently down a steep place into the sea. They were about 2,000 and were choked in the sea. And they that fed the swine. I beg your pardon. Let me read verse 14 again. And they that fed the swine fled and told it into the city and in the country. And they went out to see what was that was done. And they came to Jesus, seeing Jesus, seeing him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind, they were afraid. And they saw it. And they that saw it told them how it befell him that was possessed with the devil. And also concerning the swine, verse 17, and they began to pray him to depart out of their coast. And when he had come into a ship, he that has been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. Howbeit, Jesus suffered him not, 
said unto him, Go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord has done for thee and has had compassion on thee. Please take note. Please take note. Out of this, the man had a home. Are you there with me? The man had friends. Are you there with me? But Satan drove him out of all these good things. He wasn't seen with his friends, but they said, go home. Now, out of these three things we are going to learn. Number one, write it down. What demons would like to do to you if they had the chance? What demons would want to do to you if they have the chance? But let me just say this. Look at verse 14 again. We have not started break. We'll go verse by verse in this coming week. But let me just say to you, in this man's case, look at verse 14, verse 15. Look at verse 15 again. They say, they came and they saw he that was possessed with what? The devil. This man's case was that he was driven from the comfort of a nice family, from the comfort of a nice employment, from the comfort of a nice marriage, from the comfort of a nice neighborhood, and was living in a deserted place in who will live at the graveyard, who will make his home tombs. Are you there with me? So masters, doctors of our day, physicians of our day, servant of God of our day, we are seeing the end product of anybody that opens a little door. But be it known unto you that the possession of the temple of God, it doesn't only drives us to live in tombs. It can affect your finances. It can also affect your eyes. It can cause you sickness. Are you there with me? And I'm going to show you verses of scriptures to prove it. In Matthew chapter 12, very quickly. Matthew chapter 12, verse 22. Look again. The Bible tells us that this again was a story of someone who was possessed. Are you there with me? Are you there? Is it on the screen? Okay. Now, you lift up your head. He said, then they brought unto him one possessed with what? The devil. You see it? Possessed what? With what? The devil. And this manifestation was said that he was what? Blind and what? Dumb and what? He healed him in so much that the blind and the deaf could both what? See, so Jesus overpowered it. You get it? Possessed with the devil. So let it not be. I can also take you to Matthew chapter 17, where a little boy was epileptic. I mean, the description looks like more than the epileptic. That's a sickness. Are you are somebody hearing me? Now, number two, saying that you have to take note. That demons are, are you there with me? This story that we have read, demons are doing to people, how be it, it is a, they do it gradual. They do it gradual. They do it gradual. They do it gradual. What are demons doing? How, how, were, how, how were they trying to kill this man? They were destroy his life. They've stolen his family from him, his friends, his nice friends, his nice church. They've stolen it from him. Everybody thought, you, you don't think right. 
you, you don't dress well. Well, say when they came, one of the manifestations was that what? He was clothed. Another was that he was sitting. Settled, sitting. Another was that he was in his right mind. Right mind. You can't sit down 40 minutes for us to chat. You can't sit down to hear the word of God. You can't sit down. You can't sit down to just look. Recently, I look at my bank statement. I just sat down and look at my bank statement, and I realized that McDonald's has robbed me £5.61. Straight away, I went to the bank. £5.61, they charged me twice. I closed from work, and I wanted to treat myself. Uh, we are fasting. Yes. <laughs> I closed from work and I wanted to treat myself. But I just sat down and looked at my bank statement. And I saw that, no, 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 no. They've charged me twice. Straight away, they refunded the money to the glory of God. Little, little things, they rob us. Is somebody seeing it. But one of the things that I just want you to see is that, you see, this guy who himself, self-destruction, will take a stone and cut himself and cry. Take a stone cut himself and cry. Take a stone, cut himself and strive. Where, where, where is he leading to? Where is he leading to? Are you there with me? You see this series, right? And what is going to happen here? Eat some, the knowledge, and please love people. Sometimes people do not know much. Every time my children, what I pray for them is wisdom. But upon all the things that we have done to bring them up, they need the wisdom of God. They need the wisdom of God. Let me tell you, if we have wonderful children. Today I saw the Kujos come. I was so happy. I was watching how they were walking happily. Even their parents were not happy. Mm, we are coming to hear him again. When we come, he will say, do this, do this, do this. But the children were surging. One of the people that I really, really admire is Ka. He just come to sit down. Or there's something. Just, he, loves, he just come to sit down. Whether the mother is understanding, the father is understanding. But they, there was also another little girl here. When the mother parked the car, I was even um, Lindy's uh, daughter. When the mother parked the car, the mother is coming slightly. Then the girl will run. May God have mercy on us. Is somebody hearing me? Now, let me close on this note, okay? Now, I want you to know something that Jesus said, Okay? In Matthew chapter 12, are you there? You are there. Let's come to verse 43. It says that very often we are set free. Sometimes somebody's attack comes, comes on you. Are you there? We'll talk about that, but probably that will be in a weekday service. But what normally happens is that, okay, they have a certain characteristics that everybody should know. Are you there in verse 43? Okay. Now, this unclean spirit, this is how they behave. It says, when the unclean spirit... <laughs> ah, somebody says that, you know, have you ever seen unclean spirit before? Go and look in people's car. <laughs> if they have a hoover. You know, the bedroom, the people's bed, people, people will not take you to the bedroom. But one of the things is their car. No, no, it's only a joke. I know people will go and hover. I'm not complaining. I'm, I'm, I'm not complaining for car wash. <laughs> please, I don't have any uh, shares in any car wash company. Please, okay. 
Now he goes on to say, when an unclean spirit goes out of a, out of a man, are you there? Please take note. Jesus is telling us something deep. I mean, how would you know the state of your vein? Already dissect it. Something deep, 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 deep that Jesus is teaching us. He says that when he goes out of a man, they walk it through what? Dry places, seeking rest, and findeth none. Then he goes on to say, next week we are going to read the look, the same, but look us more. He says, then he says, it's amazing how him and he is being used for demons. That means they are masculine. <laughs> so, it's only, it's only, it's only a joke. It's only a joke. Men, 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 arise, arise and shake yourself. All, all the anger and the various things. Now he goes on to say, I will return to, I will return to what? My house. That is where, that is where faith comes in. You are the temple of God and you have to constantly be affirming to yourself because he also wants to claim possession of your house as his house to manifest himself. Out of this series, I will, I will narrate something that happened to me as a pastor. A self-deliverance that I went through after I have come to preach. After fasting dry for various things that were happening. Situation yesterday, somebody is in the hospital, my friend that diagnosed with cancer, various things, and I declared myself, uh, at the end, it wasn't even at the end of it. I just came from church and suddenly there was an attack. And I did a self-deliverance together with the help of uh, also units prayed for me somewhere. There. Are you there with me? And let me just as a pastor, no, I don't, I don't remember of going anywhere or sinning in that five this thing. So please, let's learn something today. Are you there? It's a work of faith. It's a work of faith. And he goes on to say, I will return to my house from whence I came. And when he comes and finds it empty. So he finds out that they have that tendency. Oh, I've come to church. They've set me free. But they try to come back. Are you there with me? So he said, we are to live by faith. And you'll be surprised if I begin to list the various things in, in life. Are you there with me? The various things in life that we have to, it's a must because the Bible tells us that the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live. You know when God loves you, sometimes, you know, the ways that he takes you, if only you humble yourself. This very faith, it comes by hearing. But such, sometimes life is such that, are you there with me? The Sunday, two hours coming to exhibit and praising God and listening to the message, making friends and families and loved ones and go, is not enough for the sort of onslaught that wants to rob us. Are you there with me? So we have these. Are you there? We have premier radio. Even though these days they talk too much and they also have um, <laughs> a lot of worship in the DAB and that and that. But also, you could select. Are you there with me? You could select. You have even messages from this in-house. Yes. A number of messages that have been. You could see our brothers at the media table. Where is Tina today? You could see our brothers at the media table, and they could give you. Are you there with me? Because, you see, you want to break through one thing to work. On the other hand, there is also an enemy. Let me just say this, right? If you read the Psalms very carefully, you will find out that he says, he talks about the enemy and he talks about human enemies. That's people that have allowed themselves to be used. Are you there with me? And we are not exempted. 
Are you there with me? But one thing that I will say to you is that let us build our faith. God is not partial. He says, faith cometh by hearing. Faith cometh. And this is the very thing that dislodged the, that dislodged the Satan, the thief. He just dislodged the thief. If I'll say my work, various things have happened along the way. Are you there with me? But a constant presenting myself in the house of God has saved me. Sometimes there are certain things that pastor would just, my pastor would just declare fasting and prayer. I didn't even know. But just because, just because I see myself, then I'm set free. Then I go a little. Then another attack comes. Then I go a little, another attack comes. Today when I look back, one of the greatest things that God has done for me is to put me in a church. I mean, I want all my children. See, that, listen, goodness and mercy shall follow me. All day, and I will dwell. It's a decision that you have to make. Let us love people and draw people along. Otherwise, send the message to them that listen. Listen to this. It's something very simple. Like this man walked up to you and said, I hear you have a list there. And my name is on there. But you, you can't beat me. So the guy took the list. So your name is there. Okay, I'll take you off. Now me and you. You see, he's looking for whom he may devour. He may be looking for whom he may devour. Let me say this. Okay. Listen, listen, listen. Listen, today, one of the things about the communion is that when you are taking it, let everything, let it not be on the wafer, the bread, the biscuit, whatever you will use, but let it be that you are eating the body of Christ. Program yourself mentally. Your faith is not the wafer but I'm eating the body of Christ. Sometimes you just have to say it because it says if you have faith, you will say. So sometimes what qualifies us is our saying, then you eat it. Sometimes the minister will lead you. After the communion, we will have spares at the back. Take it home. Tonight, we will take communion. Every day of these five days, fasting up to Saturday, take as much as you can. Take communion. Program yourself. You are eating the body of Christ. Are you there? We are eating the body of Christ. If, if, if you want, you can also say that by this, the works of the enemy or the works of Satan is destroyed. Because that was what the body that was broken for. Now the blood is the life of Jesus. As, you know, it might be Rabina. It might be a little touch of alcohol. It might be, depending on wherever you find um, the communion that you are taking. Are you there with me? But let it not be the taste or the flavor, but it's the blood of Jesus that you are taking. That's it. You make your prayer. It's an act of faith. If you read the book of Matthew, as I close, the Bible says, whilst they were eating, he took bread. So the bread wasn't any special bread from anywhere, but the bread that was served on the table that they were eating. But he wanted them to program themselves such a way, are you there with me? Such a way that this, you are eating my body. You remember the first time he talked about eating my body? A lot of people left the church. A lot of people said they would not work with him any longer. In John chapter 6. Then, while they ate that, the same wine, fruit juice or wine or whatever that was set on the table was what he used to institute the communion. But he later gave an insight to Paul that this should be done often. Now, take it like water. How often do you drink water? 
Meaning that communion can be taken every day. In fact, one man of God, and I will say it on every, for everybody to hear. You see, God instructed him, that is Ben Hinn, to be taking communion. To be taking communion on a regular basis. Is somebody hearing me? Now, it's about time that you do it with faith to dislodge the enemy. Thank you for listening to the Temple of God International podcast. We pray that you have thoroughly received the word and that it will bless and enhance your life in unthinkable ways. We encourage you to not only subscribe to this podcast, but also to our YouTube channel. Be sure to follow us on our social media pages. We strive to encourage you with the word of God. God bless you. Until next time.